With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. You found your home for real sports talk for real sports fans. 1700 KBGG. Hi, good afternoon, everybody, and welcome in. It's the Ken Miller Show here on 1700 KBGG. Trent Condon is back. Uh, We will uh, talk sports with you for the next couple of hours. Busy, busy show. Dylan Mont's Ames Tribune. Iowa State is now through the weekend. They are three days in uh, to their uh, fall practice. We'll get the latest from Dylan Mont's. Likewise with Scott Dockerman. The Hawks started on Saturday night. Their media day is coming up on Friday. Their kids' day is coming up on Saturday. Coming up on August 20th, the Big Ten caravan rolls into town. So we'll get the opportunity to watch practice and uh, btn with uh the trio of commentators who will be there so it indeed is that time of year uh, frank schwab will be here yahoo sports we'll talk some nfl dot eyes cross t's with the hall of fame uh now behind us and of course mitch holtis it's game week for the kansas city chiefs they will host houston on thursday night you can hear it here all season long on 1700 kbgg lots of ground to cover trent condon how was your weekend okaboji correct yeah it was really good got to uh battle the weather a little bit so didn't get to get out on the lake now did you camp no uh my wife's best friend from high school her family has a condo there a condo not a cabin a condo a condo so yeah it's pretty good living is that how okaboat there's no cabins or all uh, there are yeah okay i've never been they're probably a half mile away from the actual lake where their condo is so it'd it'd be a hike to walk there Mm -hmm. but you make your way Head around, tried different parts of the area, went over. They have an amusement park there, Arnold's Park. So I oh, went I've on the Ferris nice. wheel and, and did the roller coaster and did all that fun stuff and hit the pool a couple times. Mm-hmm. So a good getaway weekend. Very nice. Not much sports on the agenda, but uh, well, this lucky little phone here definitely helps mm-hmm. out. Well, sure. I mean, I can keep you up to date on the twins. Uh, your twins had a very good weekend. Yes. Johnny Menzel had an awful Friday night. <laughs> I heard. Oh, I my. Heard. He threw four picks, Trent. I mean, three of them. Completely his fault. Now, admittedly, he has the worst cast, the worst supporting cast I've ever seen. Um, well, look at I didn't watch CFL for it's been a long time since I watched a ton of it, but he looked absolutely out of place out there. Uh, what else happened this weekend? The Cubs they uh, let one get away yesterday. Boy, the Red Sox last night. If there's yes. any doubt that they are the American League's best team. Uh, I, I think that that was put aside last night, not just because they beat the Yankees and come from behind fashion, but I mean, where's the easy out? The pitching rotate. I mean, what's I, I guess if you're looking to nitpicks, um, pick Alex. Nits. I know what you mean, but um, <laughs> Alex Cora's never been there. 
Sure. In the playoff? I mean, I don't know. I, I'm trying to... They, they look like they're going to be awful salty, and that's the last thing America needs is another team from Boston winning a championship. Oh, it's not that big of a deal, is it? Does yeah, it it's enough. It, yeah, it bothers me. It, um, bothers it, it really does. I'm sick of it. The, the Patriots win every year. Well, except last year. Uh, the Red Sox have won more than their share. Even the Celtics, the Bruins... I just had enough of Boston winning. Maybe it's well. Maybe it's changed now that I don't have to hear about it on a daily basis. Sure. Yes. Whether it be Peralta or that other guy <laughs> I used to work with, um, yeah, I just, just got sick of hearing about the fortunes of Boston teams. Yeah, your your new partner now. Not uh, no. You I, haven't I have had a, a lot, lot of luck. No, I don't. A lot of luck. Don't have a lot to beat my chest about. Although Frank Schwab, and this doesn't mean anything, but mm-hmm. Frank Schwab, who's going to join us at about one thirty from Yahoo Sports, as you know, because we've talked to him throughout the countdown. He counted down his top thirty-two teams, his power rankings. Number one is the Minnesota Vikings. I know that doesn't matter to you because of the Minnesota teams, the one that you don't root for. <laughs> we shall see. So, anyways, um, yeah. But we, as we, as we look back at the weekend, I'm trying to find the biggest story from the weekend. I think it had to be the Hall of Fame. Right. Did you see Jerry Kramer? To me, was like he, it was. It was so good to finally see him get his due. And I'm not a Packers fan. Mm-hmm. Uh, I remember the Packers story. I remember all the Hall of Famers, the names, etc. But it's um, what it does, and it what it, it, it what it did to me. And I'm assuming a lot of other people. It made people, if you're a football fan, go back and maybe educate yourselves about the NFL prior to. The Dolphins of 72 or the Raiders of the early 80s, the Niners and the Cowboys, the Broncos. You get what I mean, depending how old you are. Mm -hmm. The Packers were... um, were a team that they were a dynasty, Trent. Yes. And they named the trophy after the coach. The first two went their way, but even before that, before we had the Super Bowl. Correct. This was... Winning championships. A championship. Well, title Mm -hmm. town. Title town. Title town. That's a reason for it right there. And, And it is fun. And to be honest, until, oh, I would say maybe three, four years ago... I always thought that Jerry Kramer was a Hall of Famer. Mm-hmm. And, and then I read a story that he wasn't and what is wrong with people. Right. He needs to be in the Hall of Fame. And But until that point, because that's a name that I knew. Mm-hmm. Like many, and people. this is we're talking about an offensive guard. Yes, not too many offensive guards right, from right. the '67. Well, hell yeah, '80s, '90s, and even yep. you, you don't know them. Absolutely not. Right. the The reason I'm sure for it is myself, like I'm sure a lot of people, grew to love the NFL even more is because of the NFL films uh-huh. and late John night, Facenda. Yes, flipping on ESPN, ESPN two late in the evening and looking for something. Well, there's nothing on, and I'm not going to watch Australian Rules football. I'm going to watch this. And Jerry Kramer was always prominently displayed in those when they were talking about those. They're talking about Bart Starr and the mm-hmm. Packers. He was a part. He was also a guy that could spin yarn very well. He could tell oh, a great he story. He could talk, that's for sure. And, and did Saturday that, Night Trent. Yes, he, he was very well thought of, and he was prominently displayed in those. And that's, again, probably why I was surprised that he wasn't a Hall of Famer because mm-hmm. he was in those NFL films so much back in the day. But you're right. I went back... Uh, Watch pretty much everything, at least in terms of the speeches, when we got back yesterday afternoon, went through them, and Kramer was at the top of the list. Oh, Very he, good. It was really great. You know, I didn't watch a minute uh, of Ray Lewis's speech. Uh, I just, 
you know, a great player. I just, you know, he's just not my cup of tea, right? I don't sure. want somebody to preach mm-hmm. uh, to me. And I kind of get the feeling every time he talks that that's what he's doing and teach their own. That's good for you, Ray. Um, you've got an audience and there's a, there's a whole lot of people that will be willing to lap that up. And when you, you know, factor in the, the whole Ray Lewis story, which unfortunately we tell the story, all the good things about him, but that Super Bowl in Atlanta, I mean, two people lost their lives. Yes. And, you know, I don't know if he was the, if, he was he was clearly there, and in my opinion, I mean, if he was he was found guilty of obstruction of justice. He knew what happened, mm-hmm. and the NFL has almost put him on a pedestal. And I'm not so sure that um, that's where he deserves to be, but that's just personal taste. Uh, teach their own. One of uh, my good friends in college loved Ray Lewis, and when the uh, story came out, he had a Miami throwback Miami Ray Lewis jersey. Took it out to the dumpster. Did he really? Wow. Yeah. He's somebody that put his money where his mouth was and uh, never again cheered for Ray Lewis. I'm going to guess he's not alone in that one. I don't think so, Trent. I'm with you. Um, But unfortunately, well, you know what? Let's move aside. I don't want to go anywhere that gets me in trouble. The other middle linebacker, Brian Erlacher. He was outstanding. Better than I ever could have anticipated. Trent, I couldn't agree with you more. I thought there was going to be a lot of... And I don't know why he always struck me is because he never gave the best answers. No. Um, didn't seem like... I don't want to... This is harsh, but, you know, some D's and D's and some... Yeah. Um, this and... But he was great. He was. I remember because, A, when he's done TV, like, as an analyst, he's not very good. Mm-hmm. I, I don't... I don't think he's strong in that role. But I remember as a player, he would be, he was one of the guys that had those Monday interviews on 670, the score. And we could get that in Eastern Iowa, so I listened to that quite a bit. And those 12, 15 minutes after practice on a Monday were as good as you're going to find. Is that right? He was excellent in that. And that's why I figured. Articulate too? Yes, very good. Uh But then when he became an analyst or when you'd see the short answers, you know, after a game, and Mm -hmm. it just, he was never very good. So I, I had hope that this speech would be better than what we've seen from him in the past, and boy, was it. No, it was great. Yeah. I, it was great. It's a really cool event. really is. Um, you know, there was no coverage. I tried to watch Terrell Owens on Saturday afternoon. Okay. thought, well, somebody's got to pick this up, right? Yeah. Nobody. Mm. Uh, Don't want to wrinkle the feathers no, of the powers of B, I guess? NFL Network was showing a, a game from, I'm not sure what game they were showing. They were replaying a game. Uh, ESPN, uh, any of the ESPN networks, they didn't have any coverage of it at all. And I don't know why I wanted to see it. It was just, you know, it was just, it was different. And um, I still think, I still think that there'll come a time that he'll look back and, because this is the camaraderie of it all, yes, right? Just yeah. the team that you're now a part of. And, you know, to choose not to be a part of it. And I guess he, I get that he had his reasons. But look, a lot of guys have to wait before they get enshrinement. A yes, lot of guys do. Yes. Um, Jerry know, Kramer had to wait a lot longer yeah. <laughs> than you did, Daryl. <laughs> that, that, that's for sure. Well, and, and how about this one? Um, the the first-timers on the 2019 Hall of Fame ballot, there's a whole lot of guys that are waiting to get in. Right. And here come three guys that are going to maybe make those guys wait longer. Or you tell me which one of these three, and I think I know the answer is not going to be a first-ballot Hall of Famer. Tony Gonzalez. Yes. Is he? Yes. I agree. Ed Reed. Yeah. I think so. Yeah. And I think the one guy that won't get in, but when you look at his body of work, and I'm not qualified because he's a former Bronco, Champ Bailey. He was a shutdown corner in he his was. era. In Washington. In Washington. How about yeah. that trade, huh? Clinton yeah. Portis for Champ Bailey. That's a trade. Yes. 
We don't get many of those. We don't get many of those. But that, these are all guys that are going to be first ballot eligible next year. Now, I don't think Champ Bailey's going to get in first ballot. I think, Probably he's, not. I think he's worthy of it. Yeah. Um, and a long career. A long career. So will he go back to Georgia in a couple of years when he finally hears his name? Because he wasn't, uh, you know what I'm getting at. Um, but who knows? That, Terrell Owens wanted to do that. And uh, and then you know what he did yesterday? Flew to Regina, Saskatchewan, the armpit of North America, and tried out for the Saskatchewan Rough Riders. He did. The Saskatchewan Rough Riders. Wow. Ter- Terrell Owens, Hall of Fame coach Saturday, trying out in the CFL the next day. That's crazy. That's nuts. Well, that's Dio, right? I guess. That's I mean, you get that. You thing. get that bug. Yeah. Uh, you know, just a couple more. Just a minute or two on Johnny Manziel because I was so pumped up for last Friday night. I wanted to watch him play. And I told you I was at a two on a. Yeah, one to 10 I know scale. you did. I was right up there, maybe <laughs> ten out of ten. <laughs> Just because it was Friday night, there's nothing going on. I got a growler full of Stella. The Cubs had played in the afternoon. I don't have to talk sports on Saturday. So if I miss a night of you know walk, covering something, I'm going to be okay. Uh, it was god-awful. <laughs> but but here's the, here's the positive stuff, I guess, if there is a positive takeaway with it. They showed the... Um, the pro shop, what do you call it? The the gear shop at, yeah. at the stadium. Couldn't buy a Menzel jersey. All sold out. Everybody walking into... There hasn't been a game like that, that big of... Um, in that city in, in a long, long time. And he stunk the joint out, Trent. He was terrible. Worse than the numbers even indicate? Worse. I mean, he threw four picks. Now, three of them, one of them wasn't his fault. The, I mean, the three that he did throw were just, I mean, just Awful. On a big field with his Awful. ability to run That's around. That's why I wanted to see, right? Yeah. I wanted to see Johnny football making guys miss. Mm-hmm. You know, spinning out of a tackle and, and, and making a play and just wasn't going to be there. So, anyways. Being away for a couple of years. Kind of makes an impact, yeah, I huh? guess. We'll see. We'll see where if he's able to go forward. All right, Iowa and Iowa State conversation. Uh, not a lot going on that we know because we really haven't had an opportunity to you know, so nobody's seen Iowa practice. Mm-hmm. I don't think there's been any coaches' availabilities. I know Iowa State has had those. But what Iowa State did this weekend, Steve Prohm, I, I think he's the brainchild behind this. Bringing those former Cyclones yeah. back to Ames. And A, the number that are committing to make that an event on their calendar that's a big that's a big deal. It and is. and this is a this is a real attaboy, Steve Prohm, mm-hmm. if indeed it is his idea. Lee hashtag leave your jersey in a better place, I think is how they refer to it. Uh I mean Trent they had every single I mean, who wasn't there? The who's who yes. of Iowa State basketball. Hoyberg wasn't there, I don't think. But I, I think I saw was it Jamal Tinsley was Tinsley like, was there only yep. a second time back since he's left Iowa State. Is that a fact? I mean that's great mm-hmm. and him Those and Pfizer, I mean, some of the guys, some of the backcourts, you know, Blaylock and Stinson, the point, the list of point guards that yeah. Tim Floyd makes it back. That was a really cool event. Iowa needs to do so. Or I yeah. wonder if Iowa will, you know, take Steal a page it. out of them. Yeah, I guess that's probably the best way to do it, right? I mean, that that was a that's a great event. And seeing the pictures, and yeah, seeing the that's, guys, and now they're right. old, and it's kind of, oh, oh yeah. They're old, and they're fat, and they yeah. don't look like anything that they, you know. Didn't... But you still have the memories. You and do. Memories and if you're a Cyclone thing. basketball fanatic, mm-hmm. this past weekend resonated with you, I'll guarantee you. We're, neither of us are fanatics. No. But we watch all oh, the games. God, yeah, I appreciate what they're doing. And it was fun looking at mm-hmm. those pictures. It was it, 
it was interesting seeing the guys and thinking back and, and bringing back your own memories. It's, it's a great thing for people that follow and, of course, the fans of Iowa State. Yeah, everybody should do something mm-hmm. like that. I agree with yeah. you. I, I've no, I mean, how costly would that be, I wonder? Oh, what did you have there? What did they say? A hundred and a half? hundred and fifty people. Now, who pays for it? Do they pay their own way in? Oh, good question. I mean, you got to because that's a big ticket item. If 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 yes. the if the school is picking that up, or the basketball, or is it boosters yeah, or they donors? Just make a phone call to Denny. Yeah. Well, is there scratch a, out a check for Is it, there a, is there a um, a club like there is? What are the what are the Cyclone coaches club? What's it called? It's got a name: Touchdown Club or okay. Foundation. Is there, I wonder if there is something like that for hoops. Who 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 uh, pays the freight on this thing? Because I mean, you got to stay somewhere. Mm-hmm. Got to get them in here. Got to feed them. Golf. Got to and they did play some golf over the right. weekend. Huge event. Really good. Really good job by uh, by Steve Prome, who um, is clearly uh, gets gets it. Uh, we will take a break. Scott uh, Scott Dockerman, Dylan Mont. Speaking of Iowa State, going to lead things off. Scott Dockerman about twelve forty. Mitch Holtis is going to be here. It's game week for the Chiefs, well, kinda. <laughs> Right, kind of? Yeah, a little it's bit a of a It's a preseason game, number okay. one, but we should see some of the guys. I wonder how much Pat Mahomes will play. Two series? I wonder if he plays a little bit more, knowing that you know he didn't play at all with the exception of Week 17 against a god-awful Broncos team. And he's had a rough go of it That's at times. true. Yeah, there's been a lot of... Uh, lot of uh, stories written about that tough go. Right. Who was Mitch uh, highlighting today, do you know? The Cheetah. Is he? The cheetah. Very good. Yes. Um, boy, he's a pain in the you-know-what. <laughs> How do you cover this guy? We will uh, find out. Maybe Mitch Holtis will share some secrets. Frank Schwab at one thirty. Trent and I until 2, the Ken Miller Show. We are underway for another week. Appreciate you being here with us here until 2 on 1700 KBGG. You found your home for real sports talk for real sports fans. 1700 KBGG. An old favorite is back again with a new and updated menu, Bennigan's on Merle Hay Road. Stop by Bennigan's and check out the new signature steak and ale menu, made from scratch everyday recipes that have stood the test of time. Dinner with friends, a night out, or just stop by to watch the ball game. Make it Bennigan's, Merle Hay Road. You're with friends at Bennigan's on Merle Hay Road. Imagine that there's a place where you can have a good time and do good too. At the Blank Park Zoo, you can. There's a whole world of animals to discover, tons of fun things to do, and so many cool things to see. And the whole time you're having fun, you're actually helping animals. How awesome is that? Every trip to the zoo is an adventure and a chance to help threatened wildlife everywhere. Imagine that. Looks like we have another contestant for Russian Roofer Roulette. Place your bet. Choose from unmet expectations, we overpromise and underdeliver, or we'll carelessly drag our ladder over your daffodils. Let's log on to Google and play. I'm Ryan Johnson, owner of Right Roofing. Before you play Russian Roofer Roulette, give us a call. Right Roofing is one of the only local roofers with a 50-year warranty on both the shingles and the labor. So you know that when we roof it, we'll roof it once and we'll roof it right. For a warranty on materials and labor that's five times longer than most companies, call Right Roofing at 515-729-0770, where we say you choose the color, we'll handle the rest. 
That's 729-0770. Or find us online at rightroofing.com. That's rightroofing.com with an R. Roof it once, roof it right. Right roofing. When working at a growing business, you wear many hats. The new business hat. The buying toner for the copy machine hat. The sifting through tons of resumes hat. You can throw away that last hat thanks to Indeed.com. When posting your job, Indeed lets you add screener questions that give you a less time-consuming route to your short list of qualified candidates. So go ahead, dust off that extra-long lunch hat. Hiring's better when you've got your short list. Save time on hiring when you post a job on Indeed. Get started today at Indeed.com slash hire. Guys, are you ready to begin your journey to live life better? Are you feeling tired and worn down or looking to improve performance and drive in the bedroom? Looking to burn fat and gain muscle? Then it's time to contact New Leaf Wellness. New Leaf Wellness offers a free, no-obligation consultation. Dr. Robert Seaman and the New Leaf staff will help craft a plan dedicated to you. From testosterone replacement therapy, advanced weight loss, to nutritional therapy, New Leaf Wellness strives to find the plan that will improve your quality of life. Dr. Robert Seaman and New Leaf Wellness. Give them a call today at 515-650-1358. Again, 515-650-1358 for New Leaf Wellness. One more time, 515-650-1358. It's time to live life better with New Leaf Wellness. Call 515-650-1358. That's 515-650-1358. Guys, football season is approaching soon. Every Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and Monday will be devoted to football. Do what I do. Build up that Goodwill bank account. And here's a way you can build up that Goodwill bank account. Take your wife or your significant other to one of the many farmer's markets located throughout central Iowa. Grimes, Indianola, Johnson, Perry, Pleasant Hill, Polk City, West Des Moines, Ankeny, Beaverdale, Bondurant, and a whole bunch of them scattered throughout Des Moines. Farmer's markets continuing through the whole month of August for more information. Go to catchdemoin.com backslash events. Since 1980, Christopher's Gold and Rare Coins has been Central Iowa's trusted local source for precious metals, rare coins, currency, and estate jewelry. Christopher's can help you invest in gold or silver and start or sell a coin collection. If you're looking for top value on family heirlooms, diamond and precious gem jewelry, or luxury watches, Christopher's trained staff will provide the information you need to sell with confidence. Christopher's Gold and Rare Coins. South of Douglas on Merle Hay Road or at Christopher's Rare Stephanie Goodhue of Iowa Realty is a full-service residential realtor serving all of Central Iowa. She specializes in new construction, relocation, acreages, single-family, and condo townhouse sales. Stephanie Goodhue, a buyer's agent and a seller's agent, along with a member of the National Association of Realtors and the Des Moines Area Association of Realtors. Let Stephanie provide a free market analysis if you're considering selling your home. Stephanie Goodhue of Iowa Realty. She will lead you home. Here we go. Back to Iowa's only local sports show over your lunch hour. Here's Ken and Trent. Ken Miller Show. All of our guests appear on the Dr. Stephen Fuller Fuller Family Dentistry Hotline. Two locations, 2822 East 29th Street in Des Moines and 410 8th Street Southwest in Altoona. First guest this week, Dylan Mons, covers Iowa State AimsTrib.com. As we can read, Dylan, Travis Hines in the entire paper. Dylan, Trenton, Ken, is it good to be back to work like you are, my friend, covering on a daily basis? 
Yeah, I always get to the point at the end of the summer or at the, you know, quote-unquote summer, I guess that it's extended a little bit longer. But uh, I'm always ready for football season to roll around and kind of jump back into it full feet, full both feet ahead. Uh, what, uh, you know, I know that uh, we're only a couple of days into it, started on Fridays. Uh, what uh, is there any stories emerging early in camp? Any position battles? Any guys that... Uh, you know, seem to be hearing their name more so when you guys have an opportunity to talk to coaches. What? Give us a storyline or two uh, early in training camp. Yeah, I think I'll give you two and one on both sides of the ball. I think uh, for the offense, I, I think it'll still be continuing to look at the offensive line and, and how that shapes up because um, the depth chart was a little bit shaken up uh, during uh, that first fall camp practice that we got to watch where Julian Jones had split over to left tackle. Um, just to give them some stability over there while they kind of figure some things out. But uh, I think uh, from what Matt Campbell said, it sounds like that's a group that could be kind of fluid and change up a little bit over the next week or so. So seeing them and, and how they kind of progress and, and what they look like toward the end of fall camp and certainly uh, the first game is going to be something I watch. And then uh, I'm still really interested to see how that uh, linebacker group shakes out. Uh, we've talked about Orion Vance a ton uh, and what he gives in the middle. And again, seeing him, uh, on Friday during that practice, he, he certainly looked the part and, and looked comfortable in the middle. But uh, Regan Northrop is another guy that's been mentioned quite a bit. So I think it'll be interesting to see, A, does Orion Vance get the job and is he in the middle? Or does Regan Northrop get, get the job and is he in the middle or is he outside fighting Willie Harvey over the middle? So I think uh, there's a lot of scenarios that could play out with both of those positions, but those are two that I, I'm really interested to see what happens there. Uh, you know, just follow up on the offensive line with, with uh, Julian Good Jones going to left tackle. Uh, that makes Colin Newell right, the redshirt freshman. He plants him at least for the time being at center. But where does that move Sean Foster, who I think is probably the biggest of the bunch, right? He's uh, he's listed six foot eight, three three fifteen, somewhere around there. Um, so what what does that do for him? Who what when the depth chart did go out, it was his position at least at the beginning of camp. Yeah, I think he would slide in behind uh, Julian Jones at that point and and just kind of work with the second team and. And that's not to say they couldn't switch it up and he could be the eventual starter at left tackle. But I think with the way it looked right now and just kind of the feel of it, it looked like he would be with the second group for the time being. And Julian Good-Jones has just kind of proven throughout his career that he can move to those different spots and, and you know really kind of anchor down that left side while they break in Josh Mueller, who's um, maybe projected to be the starting left guard. And, and Matt Campbell is had a lot of good things to say about him, not only uh, the other day when we talked, but also in Dallas. His name was brought up as well as a guy that, that could be uh, a really nice addition on that left side. So I think Sean Foster would probably be the second group right now, but that, that could certainly change as fall camp goes along or um, maybe you make an adjustment when you get into the season. What is it about Colin Newell that has him here as a redshirt freshman in that spot? There's plenty of veterans around. They have guys that have played the center position before, not like he was highly regarded coming out of high school. What is it? Is he smart? Is he already got the you know requisite athleticism? What is it that makes him uh, looking to be a starter there already as a redshirt freshman? Yeah, I think they like his size and where he's at at six four and two ninety two, just for that middle spot. But I think really it is his instincts and his and his smarts that really kind of allowed him to springboard forward. And he was a guy I think you know, and I guess that's with any offensive lineman that there's adjustment periods and you have to kind of grow in the program and, and really kind of uh, get your body right as, as you kind of springboard into the college football career playing 
you know, in such a physical spot. But I think um, it really became evident later on in uh, even the bowl practices that he's a guy that could put himself in a position to be um, uh, at least in contention to start the next season. And then in spring practices is really where he kind of took a step forward. And um, I think his versatility also, he could play either guard spot or obviously at center now. Uh, so I think uh, that's kind of what they look for in offensive linemen, and that's what they like about Julian Jones so much. And Bryce Meeker even has a little bit of that too, where he could play um, tackle or guard. So I, I think Colin Newell kind of fits that mold and, and was really helped out by, uh, obviously, his, his physique and, and where he's at there, but also um, what he's been able to do, to do in the books and kind of help orchestrate uh, some of the looks that they're given offensively. Sounds as though there's a real battle on uh, as far as who's going to be the kicker on this team between uh, a guy that most people thought would win it, but at the same time, Narvison comes with you know very highly thought of for Arizona. Sounds like that may go uh, throughout the entire month of August, Dylan. Yeah, I think it's going to be a thing where um, they want to see the consistency piece of it, and that's kind of a, a vanilla answer, but I think that's honestly what it's going to come down to, who can kind of nail some of those kicks with consistency and having Joe Houston as the special teams coordinator now where he can be hands-on with those guys and um, really kind of work with them each day and, and kind of see the mechanics of each and, and kind of where they are. I think that's a, that's a big deal. And, and certainly it'll be something that they have to work on for the next couple of weeks as they kind of go through camp. But uh, I would still probably put Narvison as the guy uh, that's going to end up with the place kicking place taking job and maybe um, Chris Francis is the, the kickoff guy, but um, you know I, I think they really haven't been impressed with Francis and what he's been able to do in terms of his growth in place taking with field goals or PATs. So it, it certainly will be interesting to kind of see uh, who kind of edges the other as, as camp goes on or if it's a second quarter thing. Well, they joked uh, back during the press conference on Wednesday that the Mid-American Energy CEO would be the offensive coordinator. Obviously, that is not going to be the case. Matt Campbell's going to be the one out there. There was a time, though, before all this TV money came in that that wouldn't have been crazy to think Right. <laughs> very, very true. You, you throw the boat there. The guy did play the NFL, by well, the way. Well, there you yeah, go. It could help. But how did it go as you were watching practice? Was it strictly Campbell kind of shouting out what they were doing? Were the other offensive coaches involved in and looking forward, any concern about that, not naming an official offensive coordinator? Yeah, I think during camp when I was watching and the actual practices, certainly Matt Campbell um, would be shouting instructions. I noticed Joe Gordon uh, shouting a lot, uh, too. And I guess with seven-on-seven workouts, that makes sense just because the quarterbacks kind of dictate what happens offensively in those situations. But, again, I, I think Matt Campbell has the final say and probably be the guy that pulls the trigger uh, on game days with input certainly from Gordon and, and Brian Gass of the wide receivers coach and, um, and Alex Goolish also. I think he kind of leans on those guys because they have been assistants with him and, um, you know, in Gordon's case, been a coordinator at other places. So I, I think there will be a, a lot of input there, but it'll come down to Campbell in the end. And, and how it works on game day I think is going to be the most interesting thing because, um, you know, I, you have enough juggle to juggle anyways just as a head coach, but then to have the offensive coordinator responsibility there too is, I don't know how it's all going to work for sure, but I think having John Haycock on the defensive side and his head coaching experience really helps kind of maybe alleviate some of the pressure that Matt Campbell would have and paying attention to that side of the ball. And certainly he will still, he can kind of uh, jump in a little bit more with what the offense and kind of 
um, be over there. But it'll certainly be something that that uh, people are watching on game day. Two questions wrapped into one. Delamont's Ames Tribune is our guest at aimstrib.com. Uh, early feedback on Kyle Kemp. And then what are you hearing about the guys that will battle for that number two, whether it be Nolan or Real Mitchell or, I guess, Devin Moore's in the hunt? Uh, so what are you hearing about the presumes? Well, no, he is the starter, Kyle Kemp, and then anybody behind him making any noise? Yeah, I think um, they really like what Kemp has been able to give in terms of um, being a guy that is going to be looked to a little bit more this year from the get-go. Uh, I think... Um, even talking to Kemp in, in Dallas and this summer a little bit, he seems and feels more confident to me just in the way he talks, the, the way he talks about concepts or, or his own role with the team. It just sounds a little bit more assured than it did in the past. And that's not to say he was, you know, necessarily rattled by the moment or anything, but I think uh, it was all kind of, you know, thrown at him and there you're in it and you just have to go with it. But I think now that he's had time to kind of think about things and prepare and, Certainly the way he's been able to change his body and, and put on some weight has been a huge asset to him. So I, I think he, he looked good in, in the workouts and just the limited amount of time that we got to see him. And um, I still think the short game is going to be where his biggest strength is because of his um, football IQ. I don't think uh, even with his added weight and um, supposed arm strength increase that he's going to be bombing it down the field all the time now. But I think um, they really like where he's at. And then as far as the backup, I still think Deb Nolan is the odds-on guy to be the clear QB number two. And then, um, you know, maybe you have Real Mitchell in a special package, which I, I certainly think is possible. Um, Brock Purdy um, might get some of those snaps at some point um, with the four-game redshirt rule that they're allowed. And that could happen maybe toward the, the latter part of the season. But And Devin Moore, I think, um, you know, that they're, they're still trying to figure out he's coming back from injury. So, there, there are a few questions there, but I think they got a really healthy, deep um, quarterback room, and then they like different things about each guy to kind of make the whole room fit together. Dylan, uh, take us back to Friday, right before the the Q and A session with Matt Campbell, as he came out with the statement, though he didn't mention Ohio State, talking about the Ohio State job and your perspective as a media member. Yeah, I think. Um, he, he obviously knew the questions were going to be asked, the, the, the chatter online. Um, you know, I don't know if he reads it directly, but he certainly hears about it and the players hear about it. So to come out and, you know, really kind of, at least for now, just that's all he could say was he's not going to talk about other jobs. He's, he's focused on the team, and he hit all those points that he needed to. And, um, you know, certainly right now with Urban Meyer's uh, status as still unpaid administrative leave, um, it's kind of the status quo right now, and I'm sure questions will pop back up if, if something changes with, with Meyer's status there. But, um, you know, for now, it's, it's not like even if he did decide to leave that it would be, um, you know, on September 8th or, you know, it's not going to be during right. the season. So I think, um, you know, from his point, it's a tough spot to be in, but you come out, you meet it head on, and that's what he did with the players uh, on the team, and that's what he did with, with the recruits that they have. You just talk about it, and for me um, – you know, I, I, I think Matt Campbell gets it. He, he knew what to come out and say. He knew the questions were going to be asked. And, uh, you know, I know he doesn't love talking about that stuff because he is such a, uh, a football guy, but uh, he gets what we have to do, too, uh, in terms of talking about that stuff and, and that he said as much in the statement. So I did appreciate kind of how he met uh, what were going to be questions asked head on in that way. 
Uh, Dylan, last thing for you. Uh, give us uh, uh, coaches, availability, coordinators, well, I guess coordinator, <laughs> since uh, the, yeah, Matt Campbell's fill both roles. Uh, what, what, what will you guys that uh, the cover the team on a daily basis, will you get access to them most days this week after practice? Yeah, so today actually we'll have tight ends and cornerbacks. Um, so they'll kind of double dip with a couple positions. And then uh, the media day, uh, the team-wide media day is actually tomorrow. So you'll kind of get a full scope of, oh, of everybody, including assistants then. And then later in the week is running backs and then kind of, um, you know, hit all the rest of the positions next week. So we'll get everybody at some point this fall in the next couple weeks, but they're just kind of divvying it up. Um, between the days and sometimes going to on a day. So we'll hit everybody at some point soon. Good stuff. We will read about it at AimsTrip.com. We'll talk to you again at the end of the week. Thank you, Dylan Montz. Appreciate you being here on a Monday. Yeah, absolutely, guys. Thank you. Good to talk to you, Dylan Montz. AimsTrib.com. Follow Dylan on on Twitter at Dylan Montz. Uh, Catch Des Moines asks us to remind you about farmers markets that continue now through uh, most of them through September. A couple of them uh, sneak into October. But there is one today, Pleasant Hill. You live in Pleasant Hill or the surrounding area Mondays. Berean Church, 5299 East University from 4 until 7. Trent and I will come back and talk some Hawks with Scott Dockerman. He joins us next. We're here until 2. It's the Ken Miller Show on 1700 KBGG. You found your home for real sports talk for real sports fans. 1700 KBGG. Summer is here, and when the storms hit and your roof leaks, it's time to call Wolf Construction. From a complete re-roof to just fixing that leaky roof. The roofing staff has experience working with many different roof systems with Wolf Construction and a knowledge of how the roof system works best for your home. Wolf Construction will do their best to honor you with timely communication, a job well done, and a price that's fair. Wolf Construction Roofing, 515-225-8866 or online wolfconstruction.net Easter Seals Iowa provides support for children and adults with disabilities in our community. From the fun of Camp Sunnyside to employment and daily living skills, Easter Seals provides a wide range of support to promote independence. We have so much fun out in the sun EasterSealsIA.org. The Starlight Lounge presents an evening with the Progressive Box. <laughs> I take a bit of a risk singing that song, but uh, of course, the one place I never take chances is the road, where Progressive Snapshot rewards your safe driving. A good driver plus snapshot equals big discounts. And speaking of math, one plus one equals two, little too late. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Snapshot not available in California, North Carolina, or from all agents. Are you sick and tired of being sick and tired? Wouldn't you rather be healthy, energetic, and fit? I'm Dennis Black. Ten years ago, I developed a Texas-sized solution to America's health crisis. I make my Texas superfood from 55 raw, vine-ripened fruits and vegetables. I lost 60 pounds. I mean, that's huge. Since I've been on superfood, I haven't been sick. It's shocking how much energy I have. Join us on TexasSuperfood.com. TexasSuperfood.com. Or call 877-55-TEXAS. That's 877-55-TEXAS. Welcome to Office Depot. Can I help you? Absolutely. I've got to get my school shopping done today. 
All right. Right now we've got mechanical pencils and Crayola markers for a dollar, plus 25-cent notebooks. What's on your list? What's on my list? I need pencils, six notebooks, a backpack, two-inch binders. If you've got a list, we've got the supplies. Come into Office Depot Office Max to get select back-to-school supplies for just one dollar or less. Shop online on our app or in-store for low prices all summer long at Office Depot Office Max. Limit supplies. See store for details. Baseball. Is there another professional sport that brings out as much passion and as many memories in their fans? Kevin the Flag Guy here. We love baseball at Heartland Flags. Go Reds. We know what the flag means, and so do you. The classic pinstripes, the simple W, or the iconic throwback logos of your favorite team. Baseball is back, and it's time to fly your favorite team's flag. Shop in-store, 3719 Southwest 9th in Des Moines, or online at heartlandflags.com. It's one thing to be aware of breast cancer. It's another to do something about it. Here's to the heroes who lift each other up and make a difference, who get out there, take action. Every step, every dollar, every voice matters. Join us in the fight against breast cancer and be a hero. Get registered today for the Susan G. Komen Des Moines Race for the Cure on October 27th and help us provide life-saving research and breast health services to women in our community. Visit komengreateriowa.org slash dmrace to get registered today. You ever wonder what you look like with a full, natural head of hair? We'll find out. Mr. Executive lets you try before you buy. Get real hair again and a lease with options. Mr. Executive offers a 90-day lease for just $200. At the end of 90 days, if you decide to keep your new hair, the initial investment goes toward the purchase price. Look, don't spend any more money on potions and lotions that don't work. Check the latest in hair replacement online at mrexecutive.com or call 274-4049. Mr. Executive, 70th and University in Windsor Heights. The Arizona-Iowa Baseball Company has become a one-stop shop for all of your field product needs. Arizona-Iowa Mounds can provide you with anything to make your field look great and play great from portable pitching mounds to field products and equipment. With multiple items stocked for the season, Arizona-Iowa Mounds offer same-day delivery on stocked items and free field consultant to Iowa Little Leagues, high schools, and colleges. And individual lessons are available for baseball and softball players at their location. 3976 Northwest Urbandale Drive, the Arizona Iowa Baseball Company. Hey guys, Trent Cotton back here once again. Want to tell you a little bit about New Leaf Wellness Center. New Leaf Wellness has helped me lose weight, gain endurance during workouts, and one of the biggest things, have energy all day long. No more lulls during the afternoon. Great program, great people at New Leaf Wellness Center. Check them out today at 3930 West Town Parkway in West Des Moines. And all summer long, giving away iCubs tickets. Find out how New Leaf Wellness can help you or give them a call at 515 515- 650-1358. That's 650-1358 for New Leaf Wellness Centers. Let's feel better together and turn over a new leaf with New Leaf Wellness. It's time for your daily dose of Hawkeye coverage on 1700 KBGG. Welcome back, Ken Miller Show, 1700 KBGG. Trent Connor and myself taking you until 2 o'clock. Scott Dockerman is writing at The Athletic. He's doing a positional breakdown. In fact, it's coming to an end. Position group previews today, tight ends, tomorrow, offensive line. And your work is done here, Doc, after that, as you'll have gotten through them all. Uh, welcome, Scott Dockerman. How are you? Great, Ken. How are you? Doing well. Was the tight ends, as you take a look at the uh, position groups, um, defensive line yesterday, as I mentioned, offensive line tomorrow, was the tight ends 
uh, did it kind of write itself? Was that maybe the least work intensive of all the ones that you've done? It's they're certainly the, the probably the best group Iowa has. I mean, I, I think position groups. You know, some are inexperienced, some have holes, some have guys you think will be good, but tight ends, you know they're going to be good. I mean, you have the best tight end in the country in Noah Fant. I mean, 11 touchdowns last year led the Big Ten, all receivers, in receiving touchdowns. 60 and a half yards per catch led the country in tight ends. So I, I think, uh, you know, plus T.J. Hawkinson's as good as they are mm-hmm. anybody else in the Big Ten. So it's an easy story to write from that perspective. I just think the, the most fun part of it was, uh, you know, we'd heard that they went to New England, Brian Ferentz and a few other coaches, to talk to the Patriots, and, you know, we suspected it would probably be tight end related, and it was. Uh, Kirk Ferentz confirmed it when we were in Chicago, and, and so that was kind of, uh, the, you know, the gist of the story is, you know, hey, the, the Patriots do everything they can to make sure Rob Gronkowski gets the ball. I'm not suggesting Fan has that much talent, but at this level he might be the equivalent of a Rob Gronkowski, so why not split him out, flex him out, uh, get him, you know, that matchup against a 5'11 corner, when this guy can jump 42 inches <laughs> or, uh, you know, make sure, you, you know, Gronk gets the slower linebacker, he wins that every time. So try to do that with Noah Fant here, and I think that's been the most interesting part of this story. Doc, we know obviously a lot about Noah Fant and the season that he put up a year ago. Hawkinson, a guy that's talked about a lot, but the depth of this position, weeding a very good blocker and can do a lot of different things with him. I want to get your thoughts, though, on Sean Beyer. Good athleticism. We've seen them try, you know, jump ball in the corner a couple of times with him, even going back to the bowl game against Boston College. What else they have in that room, an incredibly deep position? Yeah, they've got five guys who could play for a lot of different schools, and uh, it's going to be tough for them to get them all on the field. But Sean Beyer was the guy that kind of turned heads during, uh, you know, bowl prep last year. He's from Cedar Rapids. Um, you know, Nebraska came in with an offer on him. Right, um, right around uh, the, the Black Friday game, I want to say in 2015, I think it was, and uh, you know, then Iowa, you know, made sure to have it for him. And he started off as a wide receiver. You know, he's got that just tall body, and then they decided, you know what, he's probably a better tight end because he's a more of a mismatch there. So they bulked him up, and uh, you know, he's he's going to be a threat as well. He's kind of like Scott Chandler was for Iowa, maybe about oh, 10, 12 years ago, probably more like 12 years ago. Um, you know, just tall, lean, former wide receiver, can really catch, has great athletic ability. He's maybe not fan, but nobody else in America is. Uh, but I think he's a guy that, you know, is, say if fan does jump to the NFL after this year, you've still got a couple of years of buyer, and he's probably, you know, good enough to be one of the better tight ends in the Big Ten. And then after that, as you mentioned, Nate Weeding, you know, he's a, he's a really good blocker. Um, you know, he's the one who caught the what almost was a touchdown pass there against uh, – Boston College, you know, that led to the game-winning touchdown. So he, he can catch. He's been, you know, a really valuable blocker. And then finally, Drew Cook, which I think is really the big question mark because I want to see how good he is. Everybody knows, you know, his father was an All-American and All-Pro in the NFL. He made that move, and now you look and you're going, wow, he might be the fifth-best tight end on this team. And you could probably send him to eight other schools in the Big Ten, and he's the number one. So um, they've got a lot of depth there. I think they've got a lot of you know, interesting possibilities and, uh, you know, a lot of mismatches for them against opponents. You know, I want to go back to uh, one of your position uh, breakdowns earlier from last week, and, that, and that's, to me, 
maybe the biggest question mark, maybe offensive line tomorrow's will be, but certainly linebackers. And, and Doc, if it's not Jones, Welsh, and Neiman, that's the projected starters right now. Give us a name that maybe, you know, maybe Hawkeye fans or Hawkeye media have forgotten about a name that might be one of those guys to, you know, to knock, uh, to, to, to knock the projected starter out of his place. Is there a backup Doc that maybe seems to be catching or getting more attention than some of the others at this point? I think there's two guys that really have potential at weak side along with Christian Welch. Number one is Jack Hockaday, and I think people have forgotten about him a little bit because he's been banged up. But in 2016, when Josie Jewell was ejected for a real vicious uh, targeting call in the, in the season opener, it was Hockaday who replaced him for the entire game. He had a forced fumble. He looked okay. He didn't look great, but he looked okay that day. That was uh, two years ago, and since then he's kind of had some injuries. So, uh, you know, other people have kind of passed him by. But, you know, he's going into his senior year, and one of the things that Ferentz mentioned in Chicago was, hey, you know, a couple of years ago we had Cole Fisher that was kind of in that same boat, just a guy. And then all of a sudden, you know, in fall training camp, he really took off and became, you know, a really good will linebacker for him. And I think, you know, Hockaday will certainly have that opportunity, a really hard hitter. So I think he's got a chance. And the other one, and this is if they go a little bit younger, is Jaimon Colbert. Uh, he's from Kansas City. He he started at Winnetonka High School as a freshman at cornerback, and that never really happens in that league. Uh, played alongside Aaron Menz uh, in that school. Then later on, he transferred across the river to Bishop Beige. He was a safety when he came in, but he was like 215 pounds, and they just couldn't get him to cut weight. He just, you know, to stay in that position. So they decided, all right, we're going to go the other way and bulk him up. And, you know, he's showed a lot of good instincts. You know, he's now 235 pounds. Uh, you know, really maybe athletically compares a little bit to Anthony Hitchens, who was in a similar boat, but came to Iowa much lighter. So I think both of those guys are going to compete there. Uh, the good thing is for Iowa that they've got a full camp to really measure them and, and see how they grow. And, you know, and so I, I don't think Christian Welch has won this by any stretch. I think it's just going to be a matter of, you know, who plays the best over the next month will get the most opportunities. We know the red shirt rule. Freshmen can play up to four games. Do you see any of the true freshman linebackers, though, playing beyond that four games? Dylan Doyle, Jade McDonald from uh, down in Georgia. Those would probably be the two most likely. Do you see that happening? Yeah, I think uh, I think at least one of them will probably, you know, blow their freshman year. I mean, their red shirt because it's just, uh, you know, you, you need to get guys out there on special teams and, you know, both of those guys, you know, Dylan Doyle and Jaden McDonald, as you mentioned, both are very physical-looking players. They don't look their age. And and uh, the other two, you know, Logan Klemp and Seth uh, Benson, you know, are very accomplished, but, you know, maybe have a little bit longer track to go to reach that level. And I think, uh, you know, at least one of them, maybe both Doyle or, and McDonald, will be out there on special teams a lot. You know, I, ha- I didn't really mention them as far as competing for weak side, but, you know, if they vault themselves into that competition over the next mm. week or two, you know, it's possible. I mean, you know, two years ago, Monty Jones was right there to the end before they picked up, uh, before they picked Bo Bauer for that spot. So it's possible. I would say unlikely, but I think both of them probably blow the redshirt season to play special teams. Mm. Do you, would do you like uh, Outlaw Josie Jewell or Redbeard better? <laughs> I, I think it's funny, but in his case, he should probably like Redbeard because that means he gets more money. <laughs> yes. So, <laughs> you know, and if you got a guy like uh, Von Miller, right. Redbeard. 
you you take it, you know. But the outlaws stick too, I'm sure. Out yeah, there. Uh, but uh, just the the accolades that are seemingly coming his way after, because as you know, Doc, you follow it very closely. Um, you know, he missed the beginning when uh, he missed the beginning of practice with a hamstring. He was on the sidelines, uh, but but since he's been out there, I mean, when you get Von Miller's attention, that 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 resonates with me. Yeah, it does. I mean, you've got a guy that's uh, you know uh, on a really a Hall of Fame track. No question, Von Miller, and, and uh, had a just. I mean, this is one of the better defenses, maybe not in the last year, but you know, certainly a few years ago, and. And for, you know, Josie Jewell has always carried himself older than his age. And, and so I think, you know, that really buys a lot of, um, you know, attention from, from your uh, peers, especially the older ones who are very serious about football. And, and so for him to walk in and have that kind of attitude of commitment, which we all knew, we saw him all these years, but to have that out there and turn those heads, I think it says a lot for him. You know, this year he's probably a special teamer and a situational player, but you never know in the event of injuries, you know, he's going to step right in and it sounds like they're very confident that he can do the job. Going back before the weekend, Doc, you wrote about the specialists. We know, Punter, we've talked a lot about that, the importance of that position and Gersande coming back off the injury, what he can mean. How about long snapper? After Tyler Kluver moves on, I was had a long run of solid long snappers and, and I can't remember the bad last time they've had a real bad snap. Who's the front runner to even know for that position at this point? <laughs> We're really talking long snapper. We We're are. Talking. We are. That's that's June conversation. <laughs> man. Come on. You know, um let's see. I, I mean it's probably gotta be Suburge from uh from Williamsburg. Uh-huh. I mean he's the one that's kind of the next best one, but you know, that's a you know that's a position that you know when you just don't know the guy that's probably for the best. Yes. <laughs> so yeah. uh, you know, I mean, Tyler Kluver was really good at it. Andrew Schultz a few years before that. I mean, they've had some really good ones, but you know, that's kind of what I expect. Is uh, you know, is uh, what is it, Jackson Subbert? I think it is. Yeah, and his younger brother's a tight end coming in too. So um, you know, Ben. So you know, it's it's a uh, it's a position you just don't want. You know, don't I'm want sure to know their name. Yep. Absolutely, yep. don't want to know them. Scott Dockerman, uh, Doc. So the first opportunity for the media will be Friday, and then again on Saturday. Correct? Yeah, we get it all in one weekend, which. My preference is always to be a little more spaced out so we can, you know, kind of see the progress and, you know, get a lot of opinions on Friday and then maybe a week from now, you know, do that. But, but hey, that's what we got. So we'll, we'll go ahead and, and take a peek and um, hoping to see what the wide receivers do. I think that's a really key group because as they get better, that allows Noah Fan to get more touches. And, and uh, I think, you know, hopefully then for Iowa's case, you know, loosen up the running game. So, I think uh, that that's my interest on the offensive side and then defensively. Uh, you know, there's been some departures in the secondary now. Really? I mean, they, they've that. got some work to do. <laughs> yes, yeah. they do. Hey, Doc, we'll so. recap it all with you next Monday. Thank you. Have a great week. Thank you, Scott Dockerman. Read them at The Athletic. Subscribe. Well worth the money more than just Iowa. All the sports, uh, they are there. It is the future of sports writing and sports reading, in my opinion. Thank you, Doc. Thanks, guys. Appreciate it. Good to talk to you. Scott Dockerman from The Athletic. We will come uh, back with the 1 o'clock hour. A lot of NFL. Mitch Holtis on the Kansas City Chiefs about 110. Frank Schwab, YahooSports.com. Trent and I till 2, 1700 KBGG. Now, listen to 1700 KBGG on Alexa. Say, Alexa, enable the 1700 KBGG skill. Then to play us, say, Alexa, play 1700 KBGG. Simple enough. An old favorite is back again with a new and updated menu, Bennigan's on Merle Hay Road. 
Stop by Bennigan's and check out the new signature steak and ale menu. Made from scratch everyday recipes that have stood the test of time. Dinner with friends, a night out, or just stop by to watch the ball game. Make it Bennigan's. Merle Hay Road. You're with friends at Bennigan's on Merle Hay Road. At Wolf Construction, we do many large construction projects across the Midwest, but we started as a roofing company, and we're still a roofing company today. At Wolf Construction, we don't just show up with a dumpster and trailer in your driveway. We arrive with a business card in hand, ready to take care of your home. Whether it's a simple roof repair, a complete re-roofing project, or a new construction project, Wolf Construction can handle the job. Call Wolf Construction at 515-225-8866 or visit us on the web at wolfconstruction.net. We're a roofing machine. Villaggio Italian Restaurant brings real homemade Italian to you. Fantastic food, great service, and an elegant vibe that feels like home. All your favorites from the original in Norwalk and an expanded menu with the newest location on 100th Street in Urbandale. Plus, one of the best happy hours in the metro from 3 to 6 each weekday. When you're thinking Italian, make it Villaggio. Pizza, pasta, sandwiches, and more. Two locations, Sunset Drive in Norwalk and 100th Street in Urbandale. Villaggio Italian Restaurant. Yo, we driving, yup. We living our best life and my car smells fresh. But we weren't always thriving, it was you, girl. Mm, told you so. Who pointed out that smell? Right. Now it's all fun, the odor's gone. For Breeze Car works so well. Come on, keep driving, keep driving, let's go. Oh boy, your car smells For Breeze nice. Car, yeah, yeah, let's go. That's right. No more odors in my right now, let's go. Oh yeah, we made it so nice. For Breeze Car, keep riding, let's go. And now the world can sing. Save more with Liberty Mutual Insurance. Hey, Todd, Liberty Mutual just saved me $782. Liberty did what? Yeah, it's a lot of money. Maybe I should switch to Liberty Mutual. Visit us online to... Hey, stop echoing. Sorry. Visit us online to get a quote and you could save $782. Liberty Mutual Insurance. Based on a recent countrywide new customer survey, coverage is underwritten by Liberty Mutual Insurance Company, Equal Housing Insurer. Looks like we have another contestant for Russian Roofer Roulette. Place your bet. Choose from unmet expectations, we overpromise and underdeliver, or we'll carelessly drag our ladder over your daffodils. Let's log on to Google and play. I'm Ryan Johnson, owner of Right Roofing. Before you play Russian Roofer Roulette, give us a call. Right Roofing is one of the only local roofers with a 50-year warranty on both the shingles and the labor. So you know that when we roof it, we'll roof it once and we'll roof it right. For a warranty on materials and labor that's five times longer than most companies, call Right Roofing at 515-729-0770, where we say you choose the color, we'll handle the rest. That's 729-0770, or find us online at rightroofing.com. That's rightroofing.com with an R. Roof it once, roof it right, right roofing. Walk to prevent suicide. Join the American Foundation for Suicide Prevention and participate in an out-of-the-darkness community walk. Register for a walk near you at outofthedarkness.org. Suicide takes an enormous toll on families, friends, coworkers, and entire communities. Walk to raise awareness. Walk to raise funds.